stocks, bonds, ETFs, straight out of downtown Chicago. This is Zach's Market Edge. Welcome to Zach's Market Edge, the podcast about investing in your life. I'm your host, Tracy Reinick, and this week I'm joined by Zach's strategist, Maddie Johnson, for our quarterly, I guess it's quarterly now, look at all <laughs> things retail. Why do we cover retail so much on this podcast? Well, mainly because we love it and it's an interesting sector. How can you not talk about it? Plus it's doing so well right now. Yes, it's rebounded. So we want to talk about that too. So this week we decided to only talk about the best retailers. There's a lot of them out there. There's still some that are struggling, but we wanted to cover those that are killing it and what as an investor you should be looking for if you're thinking about buying any of these retail stocks. Now, these are all, the, the five we're gonna cover here today are the ones that have had uh, surges, you might say, in their stock price <laughs> yes. in 2018. So I know a lot of people out there will be like, Tracy, these have already run. Why should I buy them now? Mm-hmm. But some of them might feel that it still could be a buying opportunity with Absolutely. them. So let's jump right in because we want to get right to the companies and the stocks. So I thought we'd cover Ollie's Bargain Outlet first. This is the first time I think we've ever covered Ollie's Bargain Outlet. I had not probably heard of Ollie's Bargain Outlet until probably last week. I know. To be be completely honest. We've we've rarely talked about it and I get tweeted about it a couple times, a a few times prior quarter. So then I kind of was checking it out and then this quarter again. And obviously, people out there know, you know, that this is one of the hidden gems of retail, especially yeah. if they live, obviously, near where one is. Yeah. We do not. No. There's <laughs> none in Chicago. That, I mean, for me, I, I have not been even been in one. But it's similar to, like, a Big Lots, um, a Dollar General. It has, like, that type of discount vibe. Yes, except they go out and they buy up inventory of things when companies are going under or they get their hands on like mass quantities of certain things. So right now, apparently, they have a lot of toys, which is going to serve them well going into the holiday yeah. season. Because, and yeah, that's they just Toys R Us. Yeah, they just went in and acquired like a ton of toys from the right. Toys R Us liquidation. Right. Which, I mean, can only do good things for Christmas. Yes. So that was smart. Um, they also have this thing called the Ollie's Army. That's what they call it on their website. <laughs> and that's their customer rewards um, oh, plan. I like that name. Yeah. And it's it, it does have a good name because then you feel like you're part of something. I also noticed on their website that they list out all the buyers with their picture, mm-hmm. how long they've been there, what they specialize in. So if you have like an item that you're trying to dump as a manufacturer, you can contact the buyers directly. There's also a little flag on there where you can talk to the president too. So I, I really feel like their their website at least is very um, interactive and um, they're trying to make connections there. It's not just like a faceless company. You actually kind of learning who these people are who work there. And I think that's the only company I've seen well, especially that has can, anything like, talk, like that. Well, at least have a channel to talk directly to the president. Right. That's I mean, imagine awesome. if we had that for like, you know, Banana Republic or hey, <laughs> the Gap hey, or, or J. Crew or any yeah. of that, like where we could be like, hey, here's what our ideas are or right. whatever. Um, so I like that a lot. And then this is one of the few where there's no online sales. 
you know, I, we've tried to have various podcasts in the past of like, we'll cover those who cannot, you know, they're not competing with Amazon, but it was very few. But this is another one I need to add to the list of those that do not have online sales. So they make you force you to go into the stores. Yeah. And one interesting thing about more about their product is that it's a hard goods. They don't really have clothing um, or footwear. It's something like toys. It's something yeah, like bedding. Um, yeah. So it's I feel like they it's do some pants, though, they said. I think it's but it's like it's, it's very random. specific and it's very <laughs> random. So right. if it's going to be clothing, it's going to be clothing that serves yes. the purpose of getting the customer in the store. Oh, it's yeah, not going to be sure. like a oh, random. Yeah. You don't like, go there just, oh, I need some new shirts. I'm going to go to Ollie's right no, now. It's gonna no, it's going to be like it's going to be a shirt for a specific Hunting purpose or something. Yeah. Yes. That they know that will sell. Yeah. Will sell out. Yeah. Yeah. So they. Um, had real good online comps, or not online, total comps up 4.4%. They now have 9.8 million members in Ali's Army. I mean, I, with a name like that, I want to kind of be a part of Ali's Army. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. They have 282 locations, so they do have a bigger market they can expand to because, again, they're not anywhere really close to the Chicago area, and pretty much out west is wide open for them too. And so, like we have seen, people like the discount shopping experience. They like the hunt, and they yeah. like. Um, and you know, toys are in right now. Toys will continue to be in until the end of the year. So I feel oh like, yeah. I mean, like you said, there's a lot of there could be there's or the there's the potential of more room to run. Yeah. With alleys. Now these shares are up almost 80 percent year to date. So yeah, we're not telling you that this is a bargain right here. PE is 52. Mm. This is among the more expensive of the stocks we have today. Uh, market cap is decent sized mid cap, 5.8 billion. So it's not super small, but the analysts still think there's more room to run here because of the expansion, and the the army is increasing. They just launched a mobile app for the army. So again, another way to keep everybody connected, and then you can find out when they get new items in and the coupons and all of that. So okay. yeah, they're, they're doing a lot of things right right now. 40% earnings growth expected this year. Yeah, that's, that's pretty big. high. Yeah. yeah, so it is a growth name. That's why you're paying the PE of 52. Sure. So yeah, this is one not many people are aware of, but you might want to keep on your list. Okay, so switching over to one that's kind of in the similar area, I want to say, Burlington Stores. That ticker's B-U-R-L. Um, they also are kind of, well, they're the, the discount, but much more the apparel yes. and accessories and things like that. Yeah. They don't go out there and get things that are, you know, being liquidated. <laughs> no. Um, but Burlington Stores has been hot for a long time. Now, this last quarter maybe wasn't quite as strong as some of the others, so the shares have weakened a little bit on, okay. on this recent earnings. The comp came in at just 29 which is pretty good for most retailers, but Burlington had been doing stronger than that. And its competitors, the TJ Maxx and Marshall brands combined did 7%, and then Ross did 5%. So people were a little concerned about the slowing comp. They admitted that they had some fashion issues in ladies' apparel at the beginning of the quarter, but that they fixed that apparently and the trends got better by August. Any, I think, misstep in women's apparel specifically can be a huge hurdle oh, yeah. for retailers to overcome. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't, I'm glad I'm not working in that industry because it doesn't take much to have the misstep. No, it could be a color. Yeah. It could be 
a sleeve length, yeah. literally, for, yes. it, for like an entire batch of product to not sell. Yeah. And so then you get hammered, you got to switch courses. But I like what Burlington has been able to do um, over the last couple of years. And it's built some loyalty, too, among its shoppers. So the earnings still expected to grow almost 42% this year and another 15% next year. Not quite as expensive with the PE of 27. Yeah. And those shares have come down a little bit. Um, still up pretty big for the year, up 37%, though. And they raised their guidance for, for full-year EPS, too. Okay. So that's a good sign, even though that comp was a little bit light. So mm -hmm. that's one thing to watch with this one. But on the softness, could be a buying opportunity Definitely. here. Okay. Um, let's switch over to some of the luxury guys. Yes, some luxury names. Kind of. I guess, yes, they're luxury. Luxury Lulu. adjacent. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Lululemon. But still, I mean, the that's price pretty of the product. Luxury. Yeah. yeah. Most people would be like, meh, I don't want to pay that much for my yoga <laughs> pants. But... Clearly, enough people do because Lululemon's crushed it this last quarter. Ticker is LULU. Looks like they're putting their former troubles behind them for now. And those comps were just the best of the, of the earnings season. Like unbelievable. 19%. And they were also up 19% in the first quarter. The stores themselves were up 10 And then we got a big growth in e-commerce. And they said some interesting things about e-commerce because I felt like that's where they've really dropped the ball in prior years. Mm -hmm. I mean, let's, let's just put it this way. Their e-commerce basically stunk until recently. So finally, they're in the game of quicker delivery. I mean, it used to take like a week or something to get your <laughs> item. It, yeah. Um, or maybe longer. So now they fixed that. And that is really pumping for them now. So e-commerce, more profitable than the stores, they said this quarter. That's what you want to see if they're going to take on you know, see that. everybody yeah. else. Um, accessories had their strongest quarterly comp in five years. That was up 20%. So their product mix, you've talked about this one off, off the podcast, about how you really like <laughs> what, do. what product they have right now. I did, a, I did a huge haul, if you will, earlier in, I guess, well, earlier in the summer, um, for a trip I had, um, and I just, I went in, I was, I guess I was pleasantly surprised by how much I liked the fit and the fabric and the colors and the styles of things across the board, whether it was, um, leggings, uh, workout tanks, sweatshirts, uh, casual, more casual pants, um, everything seemed to fit. And even if I didn't and then I had to go to the register and be like, well, oh, man, my total's really high. So I had to, like, take <laughs> things, like, off the register because, I, you know, I just, like, couldn't yeah. pay that total. So I had to, like, get it down to a more comfortable <laughs> number because as customers of Lululemon know, things add up because yeah. the average price of a product is probably 70 to $80 in that range. If now, you're do buying, they do like, sales? They don't really do sales. Okay. They have a clearance, like, section of their stores. If you think of, like, the... The, mo the most recently renovated store in Chicago. It's like a Russian, um, uh, Russian like oak or something. Uh -huh. um, there's literally two racks that okay. I can think of that are like markdowns, but everything else is full price. Okay. So that's what I always just kind of assume with them. Yeah, I'm not getting 40% off emails. No, <laughs> they'll sometimes run like during like Black Friday. They'll run. They won't even run a sale. They'll just be more markdowns. Okay. 
So you, okay. so it's not like markdowns plus twenty percent off. It's not really right. like that at Lululemon. Okay. And clearly, they don't need to. No. To get customers in the stores. People know they have to pay the full price. Yeah. And what's I think what's most interesting with Lululemon is that I think with this new CEO, he came from Sephora, and Sephora is like I feel like pretty famous for getting customers in the store with with uh, with makeup and yeah. makeup product and skincare. Um, and then the customer leaving with, with at least spending a hundred dollars, right? right and like least. notorious for yeah. that. So, with that kind of like attitude, with that kind of innovation and versatility in the product, I think it. I mean, it only bodes good things for for this company. What do you think about the menswear? Because I was at a barbecue party in the Bay Area earlier in the summer. And two of the men there, well, one was from the Bay Area and one was from Florida, were wearing the okay. exact same Lululemon <laughs> shirt. And and we kind of mocked them for it or whatever. But to me, this was kind of a sign that the sure. menswear is really increasing in popularity. Yeah. yeah. Because, like, it's it's athletic or athleisure wear for men that doesn't scream Nike or Adidas. Not that right? that isn't bad. right? Yeah. Those brands are really nice. But it's good, like sweat wicking shirts, polos, shorts, pants that doesn't have like a a bright white label on right. it. Right. And I don't know if like if that's it, if that's what's driving the men's product. But it's nice to have maybe for some men, it's nice to have a polo that is just a polo. But it's yeah. also breathability, or it also has breathability, and right. it you know it it sweat wicks or something. Yeah. You know. They told me they like the quality and like the fit. It's a really cut. good quality. Yeah. yeah. And it, for a while, Lululemon struggled with that. Right. Definitely. Um, it's now 22% of total sales in their second quarter. So it's not small business. No. No. Now, what about outerwear? Apparently, the company's excited about it in the second half of 2018. They, their main competitor, I feel, or one of them, has to be like Canada Goose or whatever yeah. for that same kind of like look. So the only, so I've bought a rain jacket from them and I still have it. It's nice. It's not warm. It's just like a literal like a shell. Okay. Um, but I have, I guess I would have to try them on and really know that it's going to keep me warm in these Chicago weathers before right. I, like, spend $400 on a Lululemon parka versus a North Face parka that I, like, know, right. like, that's good quality. Right. But, but I, it, do they have the same customers, Canada Goose, then? That's $1,000. Or no? It would be North Face. I think it, I definitely think it's the same customer. I okay. think I can picture, a, like, a faceless woman in her Canada Goose parka walking down Halstead and Lincoln in Lincoln Park here in Chicago yeah. with her Lululemon leggings, right. her sneakers, like going to a yoga class okay. at Core Power. Like okay. that is like, it's 100% the same customer. Okay. So they're going to try to eat into some of that I think so market. because I don't think Lululemon can charge $1,000 for a no. Only really Canada Goose can or right. like Marmot or some other yeah. like absurdly expensive brand. But there definitely can be, they can compete into that into that North Face uh, Patagonia market okay. for sure. Okay, so a lot going on that's good with Lulu, but valuations getting a little stretched here yeah. maybe. 
So the shares expensive. are up 93% year to date. So they've been, and they are crushing it after the earnings, rightly mm -hmm. so, with, given the earnings report. Um, and they have the growth. The, this year, earnings growth 35%. Next year, expected to be about 18%. But PE is at 42. Certainly not cheap there either. Some of the analysts think there's still further run here. And then a couple others were like, meh, we're on the sidelines due to valuation. But we are going into peak peak shopping season now. Right. Headed back to school is done. We're heading into the fall and into the holidays. So a company like Lululemon, I feel, will do very well this holiday season. I think it can only, I feel like if their product continues to get better, I think the collection right now is really strong. Um, it's like pre, well, right now it's like like 100% fall with yeah. their collection, even pre-winter in some areas and some locations across the U.S. Right. So, I mean, okay. I think it... We still like it. I'm for Lulu. Okay. I've all, I mean, I love it personally as yeah. a consumer, but... Well, 42 times. Okay, that's one to, to keep an eye on. Maybe wait for a pullback if there is one. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. We'll see on that one. But, yeah, I like it too. Um, good brand. So let's switch over to another one that was hot then it wasn't now it seems hot again and this is in the beauty side ulta we've talked about them many times yes ticker is ulta i do still own it in my personal portfolio i've owned it for a couple of years it was a little hard going there in recent for the recent year at least maybe two years because the shares basically did stall out mm -hmm. but now bust into the upside year to date they're now up 24 percent but the quarter wasn't that good this last quarter it was okay it was solid, but it wasn't blowout like Lulu was. The comp came in around where they said it would. They mm -hmm. gave guidance of 6 to 7. They were at 6.5. Everybody's used to the 10%, but nobody can do that forever. So no. the comps have slowed. Um, real, or their rewards program still growing, over $20 million in that. Now that they have, we've talked about this, one of the best reward programs in the entire industry really drives their sales both online and in the stores. Great, great rewards if you're a member too. You get a right, lot of freebies. Absolutely. That's why people like it. Um, but they did warn on the conference call that they can't grow it for forever. I mean, I mean no. they can, but not at the rate they're growing. Yes. So they, they said, you know, we will continue to grow this, but we're not gonna suddenly have like 100 million members out there. You're just not going to, at least not domestically US. Um, but that being said, they are continuing to take market share in the beauty categories away from other competitors. And um, the big news out this quarter and the reason the stock did surge up was the Kylie Cosmetics. Yes, Kylie. Is it going to be a game changer to have Kylie in there for the holiday season? They wouldn't really tell us even what the product was going to be, just that more will be coming as it gets closer to rolling it out. But it is a holiday season product. Yeah, I mean, it can only be, it can only be good things, right? It can only mean it's good not things. Not a negative. For it's that's for it's sure. Not a negative. Yes. And it'll probably be some sort of like, like I can assume it. It'll be like an eyeshadow palette or a lip kit kit that has yeah. like multiple. Oh, for sure. Um, that it's going to be like in holiday colors. Um, released like around either like Black Friday. Or Black Friday, right? Um, that's like what I'm picturing, and I feel like like gorgeous displays in the stores. Um, Could this be a product that 
like you were talking with Lulu, gets people in the stores because Ulta is similar. Once I'm in there, I always buy more than and you're like, I'm but, like Sephora. But then you're like always <laughs> think of like, exactly, you think of like, oh, well, I need this and I need this. Yeah. And it's, it, it always leads to more things. It it, does. For, for us, right, when, right, whenever I'm in an Ulta or a Sephora, it's yes. always like, well, oh. And you like, oh, you always look, here. you're like, oh, yeah, like, I'll just get it here. <laughs> um, but what I'm thinking too is that if it's this holiday product, then it'll lead to regular or like the regular Kylie lip kits, the regular Kylie eyeshadows, like after or okay. even during the holiday season. Um, it could even lead to KKW product, Kim Kardashian West, her beauty line, her fragrance line coming okay. into Ulta next year or the year after that. Yeah, we don't This know. is just my yeah. speculation. Right. But I feel like once one Kardashian links <laughs> with... Goes in there. Goes, like, goes Some in the there. Some may join. There, I feel like it, there's, a, like, a pretty big possibility that okay. others, like Kim or I think Chloe has, well, Chloe has a lip kit, a cocoa, that actually could be part of Kylie's line. I don't I'm okay. getting them confused. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, either way, everybody's excited about Kylie coming there. I mean, as and, they should be. Like, yeah. it's, like, a huge, huge cosmetics line. Yeah, I know. And one of their... I mean, and think of, like, the customer base that would ring into Ulta, too. Right, right, definitely. Now, what what is your take on the prestige beauty? Because that has been um, their big driver at Ulta and, and at Sephora, too. Yeah. And that has slowed industry-wide. There's not much they can do about that. Is that just because there's not some new hot must-have product for the, right now? Or is this some bigger thing that prestige is slowing? Well, I think, well, I think like the biggest thing apart in beauty, apart from the Kardashians is like Fenty Beauty. Okay. Which that's is at, Rihanna. Which is Rihanna's line and that's at Sephora. And that is, pr that's not priced at prestige levels. Okay. Foundation is like, I think it's under $40. Okay. And when I, when I think of prestige foundation prices, I'm thinking 60 plus. Right. Right. And your... I feel like your average Ulta customer just can't pay or isn't willing to pay 60 plus dollars right. for foundation when there are millions, not millions, that's a complete exaggeration, but when there are like so many other lower, price. lower priced options, so many, I guess, more trendy options too. Cause like, I feel like, especially when they're on Instagram all day, seeing these like beauty companies just like popping up you're like and like they're like sponsored by influencers and celebrities right. and they're like well I want to try this line yeah and if it's not at Ulta well it's online and maybe it's at Sephora they're gonna go there instead right right so yeah Ulta's doing pretty well at getting a lot of the new brands in other than Kylie even like rotating in a lot of other yeah and that's what I think is things. helping Sephora like hugely um but prestige, like prestige skincare, I think will always do well because it will, specifically now, skincare is like blowing up. Yeah. Um, but prestige makeup, it's, uh, I okay. don't, I, I don't really know. But okay. I, cause I also think, yeah, something, definitely something to watch because I think also think specifically with people who wear makeup, once you find a brand that suits you and suits your skin, you're not going to necessarily waver from that brand. Right, right. Definitely. Yeah. 
Okay, what about valuations on Ulta? Check that out. The PE is at 26, so not super expensive here compared to some of the others we've talked about. Uh, it is expected to grow earnings 33% this year, another 17% next year, so it still has the good earnings growth. So among the cheaper ones of the um, retailers that we've been covering. So we're going to wrap it up, though, with shoes. Because Love we haven't shoes. really talked about that in a I have while. Too many shoes. <laughs> I know everybody does. Now shoes are um, a great way to kind of snazz up a wardrobe, mm -hmm. and apparently that's happening because DSW is the company. DSW is the ticker. They blew out the comp. I was even in shock when I saw it. <laughs> I was like, "What? Almost ten percent? Nine point seven percent? Highest comp since 2011? That says a lot." And I do want to say like 2011, um, 2010, 2009, right after the Great Recession okay. is when DSW did really well because we were all in shock and in trauma and everything else going on. We couldn't really spend money on a lot of things mm -hmm. and we weren't spending it on apparel, but if we wanted to like get a new look or increase our wardrobe at all, we bought shoes. So a little bit of retail therapy. Yeah, and you could buy at all price points, and DSW certainly carries them at all price points. Right. So that was easy. So I'm not really surprised that this comp is kind of similar to way back when in 2011 when they were also killing it. They did raise full-year guidance, too, off of this last quarter. And then I was interested to see what was working. So sandals. Makes it was sense. summer. Okay. <laughs> Athleisure, that would be like kind of the nicer gym shoes, I guess, or yeah. shoes that are. Um, but like, I think what does they're that like mean? lifestyle shoes. Oh, okay. So, well, specifically like at Nike, um, whenever you like you, not to like call them out, but yeah. um, they have like uh, sneaker categories. So they have okay. running and then they have lifestyle. Oh, okay. So if you think of that like. That makes sense like their Air Max shoes, like, yes, you can work out in them, but they're yeah. really for, like, fashion. Right. I would assume that it maybe includes Converse's, Converse, too. Converse, yeah. DSW sells so, a lot of those. like, sneakers that you're not going to, like, do, like, heavy lifting running, or, like, running, running a marathon. A marathon <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, kids also did well. And then accessories. This is an area I feel like DSW could do really well. Okay. Because if I'm buying the shoes, I might need, like, a bag or something to go with it. That's right. I always forget that they do this. Yeah. Or they have... Um, handbags at yeah. DSW. So the accessories did well, and then they too have a rewards program that's starting to pay off. Okay. This DSW VIP, it's called. I'm not sure how many people are in it now, but the analysts all cited it as one of the drivers for growth for them as well, because again, we all like to get freebies. And if I'm going to buy the shoes, and I can get them at multiple locations, but if I'm a member of the VIP thing and I'm going to get some free shoes or discounts yeah. or coupons, I'm going to join that VIP and I'm going to spend more money at that retailer. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So finally, these retailers are figuring out that customers are loyal and we will join in. I mean, why does it take this long? We've all had frequent flyer miles for like 30 years. <laughs> That's very true. So for some reason, it's taken a while for the, the retailers to figure out we'd like to get it too. Um, so earnings growth a little bit lower on this one. It's uh, about 15% this year, almost 10% for next year, but that's still pretty solid. 
And this is the cheapest out of all of them. Okay. The PE is just 18.5. So that's right in line pretty much with the overall market. And you get a dividend that's quite juicy with this one, 3.1%. Nice. So um, you're getting, you're getting a, a few more things than the pure growth play mm -hmm. stocks that we just covered. Year to date, these shares are up 46%. So still pretty cheap even with that um, share increase you Definitely. Know, going up there. And this is among the smaller ones, the market cap of just $2.5 So they might have some more expansion possibilities. Yeah, even though I feel like maybe it's because I've always grown up with the DSW that yeah. I just like, assumed that they were everywhere everywhere, and they were bigger. But yeah. maybe not. No, I know. Uh, and who knows, you know, I'm not sure expansion in other countries or overseas mm -hmm. with them. I don't know. But everybody wears shoes, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> and I noticed when I was in London okay. earlier this year that everybody was wearing the same shoes. There were Skechers stores everywhere. Oh, my God. Clarks. Like, these are the same yeah. ones as in the States. So why not DSW? I don't right. know. Just putting it out there. There might be one there. Someone will tweet at us like, there already is, Tracy. <laughs> okay. Um, I hope so. So if there is, send it to me. So these are some good stock ideas, I feel. And there is momentum in the retail sector right now. Especially right now. And I feel like it's only going to, momentum is only going to gain as we head into Christmas. And yeah. like always, Christmas is going to be here before we know it. Yeah. I do have predicted that this will be the best Christmas slash holiday season since the Great Recession okay. for the retail. That's my prediction. The consumer wants to we'll spend. see if it holds. Yeah, consumer <laughs> confidence at 18-year highs. We want to spend money. So we'll All see. Right. Um, so let's recap those tickers again in case you missed any of them. So we had Ollie's Bargain Outlet. That's O-L-L-I. Then we had Burlington Stores. It's no longer Burlington Coat Factory, right. just FYI, although that name is still kind of lurking out there. Mm -hmm. So they sell more than just coats now. Burlington is B-U-R-L. Then we had um, Lululemon, L-U-L-U, -L -U, Ulta Beauty, U-L-T-A, and the DSW, DSW. So as always, you want to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode here. Join our re our rewards program. We don't really get any rewards except more episodes <laughs> if you subscribe. So subscribe on Apple Podcasts um, where we have our show over there under Zach's Market Edge. Or you can get us on SoundCloud also under Zach's Market Edge. But just be sure to get us somewhere so you're not missing a single episode. And we'll see you again next time.